Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, where you can get real, honest opinions about films that are opening in your theaters soon, and every once in a while, an older film as well. So stay tuned. Enjoy what you're hearing. Don't forget to like us and follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. You know how all that works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Ryan, two movies this week. Uh, one in theaters and one on Apple TV+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, big release, long delayed for theaters. Uh, Kenneth Branagh's follow-up to Murder on the Orient Express. We have Death on the Nile. Um. A lot of a lot of reasons for the delay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, COVID reshoots. Army Hammer uh, may or may not be a cannibal. I guess I, I try not to follow that kind of story. Yeah. Um. I. I see headlines like that, and I'm just like, I'm out. Uh, call me when you know you have footage or you know pics or it didn't happen. Uh, but fortunately, there are there are pics of the text. You know what people people write crazy shit. That's all. That is all I'm saying. People, people write crazy shit. I didn't even read them. I don't want to read them again. People yeah. write crazy shit, uh, especially when he's probably drunk or high. Who knows? Because uh, you know he's an actor. Aren't they always drunk and high? Uh, well, he's a he's he comes from a wealthy family as well. So oh, he's so there you go. He has affluenza. Uh, Regardless, we have to talk about this this uh, sequel uh, again, directed uh, by Kenneth Branagh. Twentieth um, Century Studios now instead of Twentieth Century Fox, like the original, thanks to Disney's buyout. Um, another star-studded cast in an adaptation of Agatha Christie. Uh, Tom Bateman is back as Book, whom I love, by the way. Uh, yeah. But uh, Annette Benning, Kenneth Branagh, of course, as Hercule Poirot, uh, Russell Brand, uh, 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 pick a uh, hundred freaking crazy people, including Army Hammer. <laughs> so Gal Gadot, uh, yeah, you, you can't sweep that. Are, are you comparing Gal Gadot to Army Hammer? No, I'm just I'm just okay. scrolling down the list. It's just it's insane, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. from, from from Game of Thrones, uh, Rose, yeah, yes. uh, amazing, amazing cast again, an amazing cast uh, put together for for this. Um, uh, a little different feel this time around, though. Um, the you know Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, we, you know we start with uh, solving a he's solving a mystery, um, and then he goes to get on the train, and then Johnny Depp is killed in his sleep. And and he's off and running. In this one, he's looking at the sunrise over the pyramids of Giza, uh, and runs into. Well, no, it actually opens. He's in a nightclub in Paris. There you go. Where you know where he's watching. Uh, you know, it's 1937, I believe, is when this set. Uh, and it's you know he's watching a nightclub act and a lot of dancing and a lot of. Uh, yeah, 37 hipster, you know, 37 hipsters, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's very not Poirot. Let's put it that way. Uh, he, he doesn't look like he's comfortable there at all, but then we go forward six weeks and he's in Egypt and he runs into book by happenstance. It would seem that you for you, you've forgotten his, uh, the very beginning. Oh my goodness. Yes. How could I forget that this let's, 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 the framing mechanism on this is wonderful, <laughs> by the way. Let's, let, let's do it. To, I don't want to spoil anything. Let's, All right. Well, you go back to a much earlier time. World uh, War I, 1914. Yeah. In the trenches where we see his, uh, his innate brilliance and deductive reasoning on display in a trench. Yes. Um, 
and the, we we see the origin of his mustache. Yes. Um, and <laughs> it gets its own. It has its own origin. It has story. its own origin story. Um, we see into his pre-detective Poirot days. Uh, how, kind of how he becomes Detective Poirot. Um, and the symbolism of the mustache is, uh, both the beginning and the end. It is the alpha and the omega of the film. And I'll leave that at that. Uh, but yes, the symbolism of the, of the mustache is actually, it's actually kind of cool, uh, at both ends of this film. Um, but again, yeah, it's a, it's a different feel. Somehow he winds up getting invited, uh, to accompany this wedding party. Of Gal Gadot and Army Hammer, she's rich, he's not. They get married, and it's this kind of like traveling honeymoon party, the weirdest traveling honeymoon party ever. It's got like her ex boyfriend come fiance. Um, they're being stalked by her friend who was Army Hammer's fiance until he met Gal Gadot. Uh, we have her godmother, books mom. Uh, it her cousin, air quotes, uh, who keeps the books. Um, it it is it is quite an eclectic bunch. Let's put it that way for a, for a honeymoon trip across the world, and they wind up in Egypt, and then they wind up on a boat. They wind up on a boat traveling up the river to uh, look at all the really cool stuff that's in Egypt. And there's an attempted murder, or is it an accident? Um, and then there's a shooting and a murder and a murder and a murder and a murder. And it, and once the bodies start falling, they start racking up. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's, there's no shortage of, I mean, there's one dead body in, in Orient Express. Um, there are, <laughs> they are stacking up like cordwood by the time this movie's over. Uh, and he, of course, has to solve it and nobody in this film and in this group is what they seem without exception without exception nobody in this film is where they are or who they are as they seem every single person and i mean that literally nobody is who they seem or why they are uh it's got it like i said it's got a different feel to it it feels very old hollywood doesn't it Sure. Uh, much more so than Orient Express. That was very contained. This one's really wide, but it's got a lot of like long tracking shots. Yeah. Um, it's very brightly lit. It feels like at any moment they're going to break into a musical number. Even though, I mean, there's a couple musical numbers, but it's someone performing. But this feels almost yeah. like at any point we could be busting into Rodgers and Hammerstein sure. full blown sure. musical. Um, how? Uh, how did you? I don't remember how you were on with with Orient Express. Were you? Were you I was. I was fine. I mean, I'm. I'm I mean, Agatha Christie. Uh, I mean, if 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 I have a complaint, it's there's kind of a uh, a formula. Sure. Um, and Perot, the those those tend to be the most formulaic in that there's a lot of chaos, and at the end, he puts a bow on everything. Right. Uh, but, I, you know, I mean, I think I read Death on the Nile in like eighth grade, seventh mm-hmm. grade. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, I, I was aware of the story, although I had forgotten a lot of the details, probably all of them, to, to be honest. But, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I mean, they, they, it's kind of like a Sherlock Holmes movie. Right. They kind of all... Most of them, although they've been reinvented a little bit, in, in but but if you do it, you know, in the way that it was intended, they all kind of, not I don't want to say blur together, but there's a, a way that they're done, right? I guess there's a style, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I didn't feel like this was all that different, but I then, you know, tone wise. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but I think you're right. I think it is shot differently, but I think it also because there's more to shoot. Um, you know, they're not just on the train, they're on a boat, they're going to these luxurious places that quite frankly, it's hard to believe that they ever existed. 
Not right. that, you know, that they existed. It, it, it's, it's, and I'm sure they did, you know, I mean, there's, there's a, a world that the wealthy see that, that uh, the majority of us never really get to, to partake in. Right. And this is, that's what this movie kind of is. Um, you know, you, you, you're, it's, it's just a wild idea that, uh, that I, I think, but it probably happens with rich people where they do get married and they go on three week extended honeymoon journey with friends and family. I don't know, maybe, but, um, I, you know, but yes, you're right. The cinematography in this one uh, was, uh, more obvious and not in a bad way. Um, there were some really great tracking shots. There was, you know, just some, some nice aerial shots. Um, very pretty movie, uh, in general, yeah. uh, costumes were, uh, very pretty, um, uh, you know, the, you have the nightclub scene, obviously they were, you have some pretty, uh, elaborate dresses and things. And yeah. So, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't think that people are going to be like, Oh, this, this movie's radically different, but yeah, it is, it is fundamentally different. I think the color they use are different. Um, you know, it's just, uh, but at the same time, it's still very familiar. <laughs> yeah, because it's—I mean, again, it's—it's it's Agatha Christie. So you, yeah. you're, you're right. You know that you know people are going to die. Clues will be found that you can interpret multiple ways, uh, and you just need enough of them to put them together, or just be yeah. Hercule Poirot. Uh, the everything uh, happens. Everything will happen just off frame in the movies, right? You know, you where you're you're just just blocked. You, ooh, you know, you almost saw. <laughs> Yeah. And, and that leads me to my next, um, uh, observation is that again, I, I, I read Agatha, a lot of Agatha Christie when I was a kid, cause it was in the house. Um, but I don't remember, you know, I, I remember the titles and like yeah. vague premises and, and, and that's pretty much it. Right. See, so, see I remember, I remember the cover of, <laughs> of this and that's of this one. And that's how I know that I read it. I remember Holding the yeah yeah it's, it's the cover. So I, I, I'm fairly certain most of mine, if they had dust jackets, were gone. So I probably didn't really have covers. Um, but uh, I I I want to say you know a lot of things you're right happened just off screen screen just just out of frame, just behind that door. Um, and and I was very proud of myself that that I was kind of right by the time the movie was at the end and kind of wrong. So well, I was, and, and I, was th- I was very proud of myself that I, I had, I had come to a lot of correct yeah. conclusions, but not all of the correct conclusions that, you know, and those make a difference. Well, and that's probably where they want you to be because, uh, if it's all so far out there that you couldn't guess any of it, right. You almost, they almost have to cheat to get to that. Right. Well, and, and then there's always red herrings. So yeah. you always try to figure out what's the red herring. And, and if you, if you throw that away, well, sometimes if you throw that away and that's not the red herring. So that's half the fun as well. It's figuring out what actually matters and what doesn't. So, you know, I, some of that stuff I threw out, some of it's like you discard early and then you're like, well, in retrospect, in light of this, maybe I'll pull that back out of the trash. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. And that's, that's what makes these kind of movies fun. Um, so that's great. Now, I, uh, I think the performances overall were pretty good, uh, but everything in this one, I, I almost feel like the characters are more over the top and it might be because everyone is theoretically so incredibly wealthy and kind <laughs> of aloof and independent. Uh, whereas in Urn Express, that wasn't the case. No, there's more of a class system. Right. I mean, although to, to a certain extent, there is a class system in, in this film, but but the bottom of that is like the top of Orient Express. Well, I mean, and yeah, and and, and I mean, but there's they're all there's no one who's not partaking in the luxury. They all have luxury, whereas uh, Orient Express you would have different classes and sort of you know I mean there there literally is some separation in that regard. But uh, yeah, no, I mean it's it's they are all. Um, no, I think you're right. I think there's some the, the characters are a little bigger in this. Um, than than before, but I think it's a bigger movie too, and um, I think it's a a movie where we get to see the hero fail a little bit, 
right uh legitimately fail a little bit yep um and that's that's always i i, I like those stories not not because i you know want people to fail but i think that um the the last thing you you want with this kind of a story is the the to what to to, to be with the guy who always gets it right well it, you don't want it to be too clean yeah you want and this you, you this want, one i think actually is figuratively it's speaking it's it's dirtier than orient express yeah. was yes well there's more bodies so that helps but yeah but also some of his decision makings and the results of his decision making sure. and his deduction are dirty personally to him almost so well yeah and you know and he he yeah, I, I like that it doesn't. It, it has this element of you know, look, I'm good at what I do, but I'm not perfect. Right, and it, you know, and, and what what you know, it's it, it's terrible being right all the time, and yeah. he's right enough well, of the time that it might be, might as well sure. be all the time, and there are times when I'm sure he hates it. Um, well, and I and I think there are reasons in this story for directions that the the you know the the characters and things go that this, that there's a reason why he's a little blind to some of the things because there are, um, you know, I mean, there are people who, because a lot of these individuals know each other as well. Right. And, and he knows a lot of the, the, the players. So you have sort of a preconceived notion about who these people are. Um, and you have a hard time maybe changing the way that you look at somebody, um, which is not that unusual. Uh, right. I think, you know, I mean, Particularly if it's somebody you like or somebody you never liked or, you know, it's you, you think of tend to we don't like to think that we're biased in that way, but we tend to be. We have blind spots. Everyone. Yeah. And even he does. Uh, and, a, yes. and eventually he finds his way through them. But, you know, he doesn't necessarily like it when he does. So that <laughs> that kind of sucks for him uh, <laughs> in, in a lot of ways. So. Um, but yeah, to go, to go back to this cast, I mean, uh, you know, Annette Benning, Rose Leslie, um, sure. Letitia Wright. I mean, th- th- there's a lot of people in this. And like I said, overall, I think the performances are good, even though a lot, I think, I was going to say there's a lot more melodrama, but I think that's a function of the class that we're talking about. The class and the period that we're talking about. Yeah. So everything feels a little more... The manners. Right. Yes. And so that... I, I can kind of dismiss. Um, but, but like I said, the, I think the interplay between the characters is good. Um, you can learn, you can figure out a lot of this, uh, before you get to the end. If you're, a, if you're a fan and you're paying attention. Um, like I said, I was, I was happy with what I figured out and, and what, eh, what I kind of figured out. Uh, so <laughs> that was nice. Um, it, it uh, it it opens this week uh, up against Jack. It still be against Jackass and Moonfall, which Jackass won. Moonfall mm. did not, but Spider Man is still in theaters. Um, so I, I I don't know what this film's gonna do with the delays. Um, I I I want it to do well, obviously, because I waited for this. I was excited for this film. Uh, since you know we knew it was coming, so um, I don't know what kind of reception it's actually going to get. Um, I know people are already trashing it because 20th Century Studios actually deemed to release it, even though it has Army Hammer in it. Um, well, you have to release it. You can't just well, throw it away. And if you watch the film. I mean, as much as I, and I, I don't, they may have edited him back a bit. I have no idea, mm. but you, unfortunately, there's no way. No, you uh, can't cut him out. Uh, to, to, without reshooting the entire film. Right. And considering that, you know, so look, I mean, I, I, I was laughing to myself half the time because I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, as he leans into someone, don't bite her, don't bite her. You know, oh, um, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just, no, no, I'm, hey. a, I'm just, I guess, sick and demented, but, um, no, I mean, it, it, it was, it's hard 
Would I have preferred him not in this film? Yes. But watching it, I could not figure out a way that you legitimately could take him out of this film and be able to get all those stars back into the room. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of other factors and I mean, they, they haven't promoted him in the advertising of it. Mm -hmm. In fact, they've, they've really kind of pushed him into the background as much as they possibly could. Um, I don't think you will see him working for Disney or, you know, anyone else all that soon. Um, you know, I think, uh, well, yeah, I, I guess on principle, do you, you know, there's more, there's more people in this film than him. Yes. Um, there are more people who made this film than him. There are people on this film who this is probably the biggest film they've ever made. And it's important that it gets out for that reason. If you know, no other reason, um, there are, you know, this, this is, there are just so many lives that are impact, impacted if you just shelve this. Right. Um, you know, and so I, I, I mean, if you want to be upset with them, that's, you know, great. Um, and I, I, well, I mean, and I don't disagree necessarily with, I mean, abuse is a, a serious topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, definitely should uh, you know if, if these things which he's purported to have said and numerous women have said uh then he he, he shouldn't you know i but the, the unfortunate aspect of that is is this was shot um before that all came out right um, I, and and i wasn't aware of anything you know i mean with, with for, for instance with kevin spacey we all kind of knew he was a jerk we just didn't realize the extent to which that went and i don't remember i mean i i don't remember hearing much of anything about army, army hammer mm-hmm. so it, it wasn't like when they hired him they knew they had broken goods um it was it was after they had already shot this film that 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 stuff came out and there wasn't a quick switch uh in the same way that uh you know, some other films were able to do basically. Yep. I mean, this was the budget on this one was it was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I, you know, and I, and like I said, I did watch this film looking at it saying, could you realistically have not included him? And there's no, there's no chance. It's no. Uh, it, 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 the, just, it, just the way the scenes are. I just, I don't know how they would have done it. So, I'm not giving him a pass necessarily, but I, I don't think it was Kenneth Brenna's fault. I don't think it was the studio's fault. I think he just had a guy who, who did stuff uh, that they weren't aware of. And when it came to light, no one was particularly, no one's defending him. I don't think I wouldn't no. see this as, as you know, 20th century defending him by any stretch of the imagination. So, um, you know, I, I, I think, yeah, in a perfect world, he gets CGI'd out or, and someone gets dropped in, but you know, we can't all be Luke Skywalker. No, we can't, we all can't. Um, so army hammer aside, how do you feel about this? I like like it. I think it's, it's well done. I think it's engaging. I think it's entertaining. I also think it's formulaic and I, you know, I mean, it's all the things that, um, you expect it to be, um, but done well. Right. Uh, at a very high level. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, yes. Do I, do, do I, I mean, yeah, I, I honestly, if Army Hammer hadn't been in this film, I would have liked it more. Right. Um, there's no question about it. You know, you put almost any other actor in there and, you know, almost a lot of, there are a lot of actors that could have replaced. He's, he's really not even particularly that great in the role i mean he's he's fine he's not bad but right. i mean there's nothing like wow he really i'll never see anyone play that role that way again <laughs> you know it's it's kind of like well he's a plays it exactly like everyone else you know would play, play that which role, is yeah. which is which is maybe that's sad uh but uh you know i mean it, it, it's sad that you have an actor in a you know, playing a part in a famous you know something and he's not very distinguished distinguishable so i yeah but 
part where of that's probably part. I mean, part of that's the material. Yeah, but you know, there there are other people in this 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 film that you go, oh, who's that? Oh, you know, they'll look at what who you know, or because there are some lesser known people and they hold their own. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, so I mean, so. I'm mixed, I, I guess. I mean, yeah, but I'm not going to, I can't let Army Hammer ruin everything. Um, right. I, I just, I, I mean, I get why, why, why you would be upset about it. I just think the circumstances, you have to look at the circumstances and, and be a little reasonable. I mean, right. I, I guess you could argue that Disney's in a position where they could lose all that money and that they'd be fine. But again, but you don't want to. Nobody well, wants a, to. Well, and there, there's a costumer on that, who, you know, there's or someone who worked in the lighting department. I mean, there's like there's there's people that if this film doesn't get released, it has a dramatic impact on on their you know their careers. Yes, it, it, and it's none of their fault, um, you know. So, in yeah. a perfect world, but we don't live in one. No, and in, in a perfect world, Army Hammer doesn't do crazy things and is faithful to his wife and you know whatever but that's not the world we live in yeah that's true so no like i said i i i enjoyed it well enough uh, like i said i, yeah. I loved i love the lush feel of the film yeah i, I said the, the word i used is some of the visuals are just sumptuous well yeah it's uh, it's a, there's a very romantic sort of which is maybe why it's being released um and when i remind romantic i don't necessarily just mean like you know love and romance but right. they're just kind of uh a longing for an era that may actually never have existed if right. you, if you want to be honest. Right. Um, you know, so it, it, yeah, I, it's, I think it's a, it's a beautifully made film. Um, and then, well, and then let's talk about it. So, so we're there. Let's, let's not forget that we end with the Omega of, the symbolism of the mustache yeah. and again without explaining that you know you you know and like i said that it's very symbolic so it uh, it's it, it's interesting so i guess I'm, now i'm wondering is is that symbolic of the film franchise but i hope not i hope we actually get another one because I, I think they're fun i think this is i i think if you can keep the budget man manageable yeah. Um, I think this is something you could, you know, you could get two or three more films out of. Yeah. And I would like to see them go off and do films that are do stories that most of us aren't as familiar with. And I know that that's a, that's dangerous for them. Right. Um, but I would, I would, you know, and, and like I said, not that I remember what I read when I read them, but right. Um, it, it does seem like, you know, there, there are a few Agatha Christie stories that get done over and over and over again and there's got to be some that uh aren't the the lesser titles yeah yeah she wrote wrote enough she she was not not prolific correct so there you go um let's let's talk about a a completely different kind of film (laughs) that is also coming out this week but it's coming out on apple tv plus yeah it's gonna Uh, it's in theaters as well but uh, I don't know how many. A few. Okay, so it's going to be a mixed release. Um, the sky is everywhere. It is, yes. Uh, ba- I know, right? Based on a novel by uh, Jandy Nelson, who adapts it to a screenplay, directed by Josephine Decker, uh, mm-hmm. and really stars uh, Grace Kaufman. Is yeah. Lenny as our star, who yeah. recently lost her sister. Uh, and lives with her grandmother and her uncle because her mother is dead. Correct. Uh, and we figure out, we learn where the father is or is it yep. as the film yep. goes on, um, get there. which just, it's, okay. You told me earlier today that you watched this and I was like, well, yeah. let me just jump on there and knock this out. And you're like, hmm. Uh, yeah. and I'm like, I, I'm, I like for my guess. Um, well, this, I told you, I, I warned you that it was not necessarily a traditional coming of age teenager. Uh, Correct. There's a film. There's a lot yeah. of angst. Uh, teen uh, angst. Yeah. But yeah, this is, this is not a, this is not a, uh, 
this is not formulaic. Let's put it that way. Um, I mean, there. Yeah, no. I mean, there. There are definitely parts. It, it it follows the the traditional structure to a certain extent, but the way that they navigate within uh, that structure is, is, or it's not presented in the traditional way, for one thing. No, it's um, it's okay. So let's let's talk about that. Let's let's talk about sure, the presentation. Sure. It's uh, it's not a fantasy film. No, but it's it's magic realism. I, I was going to say there's there's an element of magical realism to it. There, there's there, there's an, some spots there's there's an you know there's an element of surrealism to it, um, and that's before you just get to the interpersonal dynamics. <laughs> that's that's just the introduction, right? Um, and so I mean, and those become problematic in so many ways. No, uh, I don't. I, here, here's here's how I would suggest. <laughs> the, I, I think. Um, the film is told from Lenny's point of view. Yes. Um, I think everything that happens is absolutely true in Lenny's point of view. So even the, the weird, magical strangeness, um, I think the, the, the best way to look at this film is that all of that is happening. Um, because there's no reason, this is not a film where it's like, is she crazy? Um, right. this is, this is more or less, uh, this is welcome to the bizarre world, you know, inner world of a teenager who, um, who has for years based her entire identity on, um, and around her sister, her older sister. Yes. Uh, um, they're both, her, they're both musicians. They're both, you know, and they're in, in a lot of ways you would, there's, while she will tell you that her sister was the talented one as a, as an audience member. Um, I think that we could all agree that, uh, no, you're both incredibly talented. Right. Um, you know, but obviously, you know, but she, again, her whole life has been defined, um, by, I am the younger sister and my sister is phenomenal and everyone loves my sister. Um, and they, she kind of doesn't notice that everyone actually really loves her as well. But that's, you know, that's, that's not unusual. No. Um, and so for me, this is, this is a film about uh, a lot of people trying to figure out who they are without being tied to someone else. So, you, you know, or I'm no longer the sister of I'm me. Right. Or I am no longer the boyfriend of I have to figure out who I am. Without this person, um, Toby has to figure out who was yep. the, the boyfriend of the older sister has to figure out what is his place in the world now, um, because their relationship kind of solidified and had him defining things. And you know, I mean, so it's uh, I think it, it, it's a it's a strange little film. Um, I actually I, I talked to the director today um, and some of the, the cast as well, but um, I think that the most interesting thing was visually she. Uh, didn't want to make uh, the film. She wanted to make it, f- it feel like it could be made by, um, you know, these exceptional teenagers. And, and let's face it, yeah, this movie's filled with really exceptional teenagers. This isn't, uh, you know, I mean, this the the, the the people in this are cream the crop artists yep. um, and 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 whatnot. So there's. Yeah, I think, and, and I think she did. I, I a lot of uh, there's a lot of effects in here that are practical. Mm-hmm. Um, there were things that they could literally only do two or three times because, well, they only had two or three plants, or they only had, uh, you know, um, th- there were there are some scenes in there that are really, you know, quite visually attractive. That, uh, but again, it's it's practical effects, so they could literally. It was like, if right. this doesn't work, what do we do? Right. Touch um, it up, which I, which I kind of I kind of love that sort of filmmaking where it's like you know what we, we we've got a an okay budget, we've got a budget that we can to work with, but everything kind of has to go to plan. Otherwise, what are we gonna do? You know, I mean it's it's exactly. you, you know, and I like that. I you know the the element of they have to kind of make everything work. I. Yep. into that so so the film yeah so so the story amongst everything else is uh, is is lenny trying to recover from the loss of her sister and dealing with her boyfriend her sister's her boyfriend, sis- her sister's and, the, boyfriend. The, and the hot new super 
musical stud at her school. Who, who she is, likes. Who she likes and who likes her. Um, but, but she can't accept that he likes her. Right. Because she has never been the pretty one. She's, yeah, she she's, has, she's always been she's the never, other. Yeah, so she can't imagine now being... The, the you know the person that's chosen right so, she's she, now she's the main character and she has issues with that or yeah. she has trouble you know she was always like the understudy to her sister i guess and um, she's got to kind of figure out how again it's it's how do i define myself in a world without the one thing that always defined me yep um, and, and and it's a, it's a, something that i think a lot of artists go through i think it's a thing a lot of teenagers go through and people go through so i i, I like that yeah well then we get into how she handles those relationships and whether or terribly, not, terribly, she um, handles them terribly. It, I'm just like, and it, it just, I was watching it and it's like, well, I get the emotional attachment. That is the most problematic thing in this film. And then, but then it's like, no, so we feel guilty. That's fine. But then, you know, Oh, I, this, and it just, turns it up a notch oh and then it and it just keeps getting worse yeah but okay look, <laughs> it just this keeps is like getting a, worse. this is this is a 17 year old girl who just lost her sister and is confused as hell so coming from her point of view a, a little bit of the, the chaos you know uh, is to be i think expected to a certain degree now toby toby's kind of walking in some pretty dangerous, crazy space here. Yes. Um, and there's, you know, and there's no way to, to get around that. In fact, I, I told the actor, I said, you know, how does it feel to be the one that everyone's rooting against? And he was kind of like, uh, uh, I guess you could say that. I guess I'm okay with that. And he was like, no, really, none of us, no one in the theater wants the two of you to end up together. No. You do realize this, right? Right. But it's- I... But well, I, it's because it's just wrong, dude. Yeah, well, you know, but that's not to say that things like that don't happen. No. Um, I, well, I could cite a real world instance. There you go. But so, I won't yeah. because that's anyway. not the kind of podcast this is. Uh, um, um, I just won't. So, but I could. <laughs> um, but no, it's, but it's, so, so just, yes. It, what, it the fact that you throw that, that she's, that she's a teenager. He's barely not a teenager, maybe. Correct. Yeah. Um, and, but like I said, and, and, and everything just kind of keeps stacking and it just like, well, at what point do you decide, okay, now it's, now it's enough. Uh, it's, I was just like, it's like when, when uh, I can tell you as a, as a character, when it happens is when the person just, they decide that it's too much when it, it gets in the way of what, she really wants and what is really feasible and what is actually good for her. Um, you know, I, I think that that there's again, some pressure that she's going through some, where do I fit into this world? Uh, there's probably a part of her that, that feels like she should be filling the space that her sister filled to a certain extent. Right. Uh, that she should step up and, you know, I mean, so it's, look, I, it's, this is more complicated than I think a lot of young, young yes. adult movies get. <laughs> yes. And, 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 and is it, is it, and, but I, I, I kind of think that's part of what I like about it is that it, it is messy. It is all that, kinds of messy, dude. And there are, there are decisions that could be made that are just, could be, you know, I mean, sometimes in our lives, there's one or we're one or two decisions away from you know really just screwing things up. And um, I, I guess if there's one aspect of this film that that maybe you could that you could really get after is the 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 world of adults in this this film. Um, they're a little undercooked. Well, yeah, or or overcooked, maybe. I don't, uh, but I think you mean overbaked. Yeah, overbaked. Uh, yeah, there we so, go. That could be. Well, they're um, overbaked. But, no, you're, uh, yeah, they're, but they're lacking. It's 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 a little problematic, but they, you know, um, but again, 
we're seeing this through the eyes of a teenage girl um, who is, you know, going through an immense amount of trauma. And uh, yeah, so. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and what's, and, and to be clear here, I mean, the, and this is, I, I think this is interesting and I think this is true. It's not her sister's death that, that disturbs her as much as it is her absence. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's just that, and I think that's, you know, probably the way that it is with most of us, you know, it's not, but it, it's not like her sister's death is so traumatic, um, that she can't recover from that aspect. It's, it's an unusual death to be sure, but right. it's <laughs> because of course it is, um, nothing could be, you know, you it's an unusual film. Everyone in this film is unusual. Yes. Um, and I don't so. want people out there to think that I don't like the film or that I think it is bad. I think it is a challenging watch Sure. with all of this physical and emotional messiness that is going on. Uh, and you lump that in that, it, that, that it's, a, that it's a young young girl that is, yeah. you know, going through all this and it just makes it mess. It makes it messier. Uh, so it's, there are parts of it where, you know, I was just, I wanted to scream at the screen <laughs> and you know, reach through well, and just slap well, people. Part of that is because you're a parent. That is also true. And you, you see these moments where it's like, Oh, someone should probably be counseling. If you. there was actually an actual parental figure Correct. in this film, perhaps that would have happened. But there is not really, because because Graham is not, uh, and and Uncle Big is not. Uh, they're they're adults, but they are not parental figures. Correct. Um, and yes, in this film, that's a huge difference. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to reach through a couple times, but like, yeah, I I I can understand why things were happening the way they were happening. But parts of me are just like, there's I humans are weird, man. Uh, the, some oh, of the yeah. garbage we will do, uh, is just amazing. Uh, that we know is wrong. Uh, either physically or emotionally is just wrong. And we will well, be like, yeah, ah, we'll do yeah. that anyway. Well, and, and as teenagers, we're twice as likely. And as, as teenagers, we're twice. I think actually, I think it's exponential, so it's like eight times as likely. Man, but, it might be. Uh, but yeah, because teenagers are the, the most wackadoodle of all the wackadoodle humans. Well, and 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 I, you know, one of the things I told him, I said, "Look, um, I was I kind of like the fact that this is this magical reality sort of thing because." when I look at my own teenage years or even, you know, earlier or slightly after that sort of thing, I don't get it. Like there's a lot of stuff that I did that just seems like crazy or that just seems like, you know, utterly like I could, you know, that I could beat myself up over sort of thing. Uh, And, and yet if I tell, look at it through kind of the, the lens of, how I saw it at the moment. Yeah. It makes, it makes, it makes more sense. It it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yes. And you can say based on my life experience, which was, was not nearly as much as I thought it was. Um, cause we always, I always thought I was smarter than I was. Uh, teenager um, syndrome. Yeah. Well, I just, you know, I mean, I mean, that just doesn't apply to like relationships and, and wacky behavior. I mean, uh, I went back to, uh, a long time ago, I went back to Houston for my, uh, 20th high school reunion and uh, I drove around, I was by myself and I called back and I talked to my wife. I said, don't ever let me romanticize my time in Texas again. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Just the air. I was like, don't ever let me do that again. Um, cause it wasn't, it wasn't as bad as that statement sounds, but it's like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is totally not the way I remember anything. Yeah. Uh, so, it, but, so yeah, settings are bad enough. Once you start bringing people and emotions, uh, yeah, the, hindsight is definitely 2020, uh, if you're lucky. 
Because hopefully, hopefully you can do something with that for the future. But but yeah, you know, what you see then is not what yeah. what is or what you're going to see later. And 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 so what I wanted from this film, I think ultimately was uh, first of all, it's a get to know who this character is. We we, we do that quite well. We do actually. Uh, 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 a lot of it's visual. Uh, some of it's told, but a lot of it's it's just again it's getting inside her head and seeing how she sees the world. And um, she's a, she's a, a weird kid, and I, I I tend to like the weird kids. Like this is this is somebody who I probably would have been a friend with, right? Um, or would have wanted to have been a friend with, or you know, at least been like, oh, she seems cool, or whatever. She's way out there, <laughs> right? But. Uh, uh actually the more i think about it i have i had friends who were maybe bits and pieces of her um so i like that um i like that it's kind of this unusual way that it's told um i think it's it's visually compelling i think it's uh i don't know if it's a great movie but it's it's a really good movie um and you know uh, that's the movies are hard to make um movies that are experimental or more experimental i don't know if i would call this experimental but there's definitely aspects of it that you be like well that's not typically how that's done and, right. and so i think there's there's a lot of exciting stuff on that um really i would have liked to sat with the you know the director for i i had only a few minutes to talk with her but i you know we just talked about like that there was a scene where they're um, lying in a field and roses sort of come to life yep. sort of thing. Um, and it's, it's a, and, I, and watching that scene, I was like, okay, so you don't have a budget for special effects. What are you going to do with this? And then as the scene developed, it went, oh, okay. And now where are you going to go with it? Oh, you're going to go there. Well, that's actually really interesting what you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's how I feel about a lot of the the film in that, you kind of know where things are going, but the journey getting there is pretty unusual and it doesn't necessarily do exactly what you expect it to um, in ways that we've seen it done before. And so for me, that's, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, Um, it it is. It's an interesting watch. It's nice when you get a film like that, just to kind of shake you out of, Oh, you know, big budget sci-fi blockbuster or whatever, you know, you know, superhero movie thing it, it, it makes you step back and remember what you're doing when you're going in and watching these films. Um, the things that you can be presented with, whether they work or not in any given instance is irrelevant. And you're like, Oh, that's right. That you can do these kind of things in movies. Yeah. Um, and, and it is nice to be reminded of that every once in a while. This is a good example of a lot of those. Um, yeah, so, yeah. so like I said, I don't want people to think I don't like it. I just, there's a lot I, no. of stuff going <laughs> a, on. There, there are some things that just get casually mentioned that you go, well, uh, oh, we're moving on. Yeah. Okay, we're moving on. And we're just gonna, we're just gonna. I'm gonna just sit this down and then leave it. It's like <laughs> what? Like a pizza. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm, I'm also gonna tell you straight up that there are things as a teenager that seemed really important to me that really weren't important at all, and other aspects that probably should have been i should have thought were important yeah. that i didn't so i mean there's like, there's a lot of the, the the stranger decisions that are made in this film are only strange if you aren't thinking of them as you know you know if you're thinking of them as an adult oh my goodness you know right. wow but but as this kind of lovesick teenager uh, who wants to, you know, who wants comfort? I don't know. Some of the, you go, okay, well, maybe I would have overlooked that just for the, you know, I mean, it, they're not rose tinted glasses, but there's the, you know, whatever the teenagers see through, right. whatever that is. Um, man, I, so I, more than I, I, I thought it was an unusual, interesting, um, somewhat experimental, but pretty accessible, um, coming of age story for people who don't necessarily like traditional coming of age stories. Yes. Because it's not traditional. Um, so yeah, so that, again, that is the sky is everywhere. 
And it uh, is, yes. And it is, yes, it is. Uh, again, it's Apple TV Plus and some theaters somewhere. If, you know, you can yeah. find one. I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's, I'm done talking about movies now. That hurt my head. We have, yeah. know, murder, you know, death on the Nile to this quasi-experimental oh. teen angst coming of age. You weird. Should- Rom-com kind of thing. You should be thankful we're not going to move on to the, the other big movie that's opening this week. Uh, which one is the other one? Uh, that would be... It's, it's, it's Marry Me. Oh, yes. The, with Jennifer Lopez. And, uh, and we are going to move on to it, but not, oh, but not and right Owen now. Wilson. But yeah, not right you just, we, yeah. Because anyway. I still have to watch it. So <laughs> I just got the link today. I have to watch it. Uh, but we yeah. will talk about that one. We will talk about an, another a dueling rom-coms this week. Yes. Well, it's it's Valentine's it's Day. It's Valentine's Day. So we have Marry Me with J-Lo and Owen Wilson. And we have Jenny Jenny Smart and Charlie Day in yeah. I Want You Back, yeah. uh, which we're screening tomorrow, actually. So uh, we will have dueling rom-coms. We'll have to do a two-for-rom-com review later this week and put that out uh, for that. So, uh, Which we will do. Screw it. Boom. It's done. Approved. That's what we're going to do. Uh, so <laughs> that is it. That is it for this week. That is Death on the Nile. <laughs> and the sky is everywhere, which it is. So which it is. till we get back with the dueling rom-coms for Valentine's Day, stay safe. Take it easy, everyone. Have fun doing whatever you're doing. Try to be nice to people. Catch a movie in a theater. And until we talk to you again, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. See you guys. And we will talk to you all later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.